if I expect myself to be perfect in my bolusing, in my carb counting, or in my blood sugars, I'm going to end up frustrated. With diabetes, sometimes your blood sugars are going to go high. Sometimes you're going to go low. And unfortunately, that's just a fact of life of living with type 1 diabetes. With golf, unless you are a pro, sometimes your ball will go straight. But sometimes your ball will spin or slice or curve the wrong way. Sometimes you'll swing the golf club and won't even hit the ball. It happens. And if you expect yourself to be perfect and expect it not to happen, all you're doing is setting yourself up for frustration. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. I'm recording this the Monday after Thanksgiving, and I just got back from visiting my in-laws in Palm Springs. And when I visit them, one thing I like to do is play golf. Now, let me first of all say, I'm not a good golfer. I love getting outside and enjoying the fresh air, but golf is a game of frustration for me. And every time I play, I think I'm gonna do awesome. And every time I play, I end up frustrating myself. Now, I have a good time. I really enjoy it. But it ends up being exercise and frustration a lot of the time. Not long ago, I was playing golf. And I realized there are actually a lot of parallels between playing golf and managing diabetes. And what I mean by that is playing golf well and managing diabetes well while still enjoying it, enjoying your life, but also by decreasing my frustration level. Because my goal with golf is to play well, not to play awesome, but to play well, but more importantly, not to feel so frustrated when I don't have a good shot. So I want to spend today's podcast talking about what you can learn from playing golf that can help you deal with the emotional side of type 1 diabetes. Now, I said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I am not a good golfer, and I'm also not a regular golfer. If I'm lucky, I might play golf once every two months or so. I wish I had the time to play more and get better at it, but I just don't. Playing golf is an investment in time and money. A round of golf takes about four hours and can be pretty expensive. And time and money are things that I don't always have. So I play golf when I can and I enjoy it when I can. And every time I play golf, I get the ball in the hole. It may take me eight strokes or 10 strokes, Every once in a while, I hit a par or a bogey, and that's a great day. But always the ball gets in the hole. And I realized that if I approach diabetes in the same way that I approach golf, I can take away a lot of my frustration. Golf is so much more than a game of skill. It's also a game of strategy. And you have to be strategic about how you play golf. The course I was playing the other day had all these sand traps right in front of the green. And I thought to myself, no problem. I'm going to be aggressive here, and I'm going to go over the sand trap and onto the green. Well, guess what happened? My ball went in the sand trap. I told them I'm not a very good golfer. And then I got more frustrated and more frustrated because I was having trouble getting my ball out of the sand trap. 
But then I realized that I could have played things differently. I could have gone around the sand traps. Yes, it would have taken me a little bit longer. Yes, I probably would have had a couple more strokes. But in the end, my frustration level would be down. And actually, I would have been much more successful. I would have been much more successful on that hole because I wouldn't have got caught in that sand trap. Sure, if I hit the ball perfectly, the ball would have gone on the green and in the hole with fewer strokes and less frustration. But I know my skill level with golf is not that good. And so for me, playing golf strategically is actually taking the longer route, being more patient, and being less aggressive. The same thing is true for diabetes. And you can take this advice in whatever way you want to. So for some people, that may mean eating fewer carbohydrates. It's called the rule of small numbers. The fewer carbs you eat, the less insulin you have to take. And if that works for you, then fantastic. But there are also other ways you can be strategic about taking insulin and managing your diabetes in the same way that I wish I was strategic about playing golf. So for example, when I eat pizza, sometimes I am really aggressive and I overbolus. And when that happens, my blood sugar shoots down. I end up low and frustrated and angry because I have a low blood sugar that I really felt I shouldn't have had. What would have happened if I would have been more strategic and I took half a bolus now and then half a bolus extended over the course of the next four hours? We all know that pizza can be complicated to bolus for. And so strategy here is key. When I'm able to do that and be more patient with myself, it actually helps a lot. Sure, my blood sugar may go high, but it ends up coming back down and staying flat for longer. When I overbolus, what happens? I crash down and then I overtreat and bring it back up. And then I'm on this roller coaster of frustration. Sure, it works out sometimes, but most of the time it ends up being more difficult and more stressful than it had to be. But it's all about strategy. With golf, especially at my level, you don't always want to take the most aggressive shot because if it hits, awesome but it rarely works out that way. A lot of the times, being more conservative and being more strategic in my golf game actually pays off, both in my score and in my level of stress. The same thing is true for your diabetes. So next time a challenging situation comes up, think to yourself, how can I be strategic in a way that's gonna reduce my risk, reduce my frustration, and make things easier, even if it may be a little bit more work to begin with. If you play golf, when is the last time you played a round of golf and hit for par? I don't know about you, but that never happened for me. If it has for you, that's fantastic. I can also tell you with my diabetes, the days have been few and far between when I have been 100% in range. It just doesn't happen. And I've had to let go of the expectation that it's going to. In letting go of that and recognizing that with diabetes and with golf, perfection is not possible, has taken a lot of pressure off. I learned long ago that going into every round of golf expecting to hit, hit for par or even going up to a hole expecting to hit for par doesn't do me much good because I end up frustrating myself. Yes, I want to do the best that I can. And yes, I try with every shot to hit it as best that I can. Sometimes 
It just doesn't work. And that's okay. The same thing is true for diabetes. If I expect myself to be perfect in my bolusing, in my carb counting, or in my blood sugars, I'm going to end up frustrated. With diabetes, sometimes your blood sugars are going to go high. Sometimes they're going to go low. And unfortunately, that's just a fact of life of living with type 1 diabetes. With golf, unless you are a pro, sometimes your ball will go straight. But sometimes your ball will spin or slice or curve the wrong way. Sometimes you'll swing the golf club and won't even hit the ball. It happens. And if you expect yourself to be perfect and expect it not to happen, all you're doing is setting yourself up for frustration. Diabetes is the same way. Of course you want to do your best. Of course you want to try hard to manage your blood sugars and do what's going to be best for your blood sugar so that you feel well both mentally and physically. But give yourself some grace. Cut yourself some slack and realize that with diabetes, perfection is not always possible. In fact, perfection is rarely possible. But good diabetes management is possible. But on the same note, good diabetes management does not have to be perfect. You can manage your diabetes well, even if sometimes you have high blood sugar. And the same thing is true for golf. I can have a great round of golf, even if every shot isn't perfect, or even if every hole isn't perfect. That's okay. But giving myself the grace to recognize that and to be okay with not being perfect is essential to my mental health and my diabetes management. When I was playing golf last week, at the beginning of my round of golf, the winds were really calm and it was a beautiful morning. But then about hole 12, the winds picked up and they made things a whole lot more challenging. I had to adapt. I had to be flexible in my golf game and I had to change my strategy based on the conditions that were there. And the only way I was able to get through the round was to be flexible. If I kept on using the same strategy and the same clubs with that high wind, it would have been a lot more challenging and my score would have been worse than it already was. But I had to be flexible and by being flexible, I was able to adapt to the situation and play the best I could given the conditions that were there. How many times does that happen for you with your diabetes management? We all know that diabetes management is not a check in the box condition. If you eat this many carbs and take this much insulin today, you might do the same thing tomorrow and have completely different results. You have to be flexible. Things are always changing, both externally and internally. You may want something different for breakfast tomorrow morning. You may want to have a cocktail. You may want to exercise or you may not want to exercise today. And so to be flexible in how you think about and manage diabetes on a daily basis in order to adapt to your lifestyle, because we want diabetes to adapt to you and not you adapt to diabetes. But we can learn a lot from playing golf in this manner. Flexibility is key with golf. We have to be able to deal with situations and conditions that aren't expected. And the same thing is true for diabetes. If you're flexible and mentally prepared for the unexpected with diabetes, it's going to be a whole lot easier for you to deal with the challenges that come up. And they will come up. But if you're inflexible and think to yourself, this is the only way that I can manage diabetes and no other variables can come into the picture, then you're setting yourself up for failure. It's going to be challenging because things come up with diabetes. Your blood sugars vary. Your carb counts vary. What you want to eat varies. And the conditions vary. So be prepared for that. Expect them to happen. And roll with the punch when they do. 
And part of flexibility is in your behavior, but the other part of flexibility is in your mindset. Being able to recognize that, yeah, I want to have this cake right now, and it may cause my blood sugar to go high, and that's okay. I have the tools and resources I need to deal with that challenge. Because being flexible in how you think about diabetes can help you change your behavior and do more things that you want to do without letting diabetes get in the way. Last week on the first hole of the course I played, I had an awful hole. It was really challenging. From the tee off to the green, I had I was having trouble getting warmed up, and it was and it was a frustrating start to my round. But there was good news here. Yes, I had a challenging hole, but I also had 17 more opportunities to start over. And I had to remember that. Every hole is a new hole, and every hole is a new opportunity to hit for par or hit a birdie. But if I would have taken that mindset of the first hole and said to myself, this round of golf is going to suck. This round of golf is going to be really hard, and there's no way I can recover from that first hole. It would have made the the next three and a half hours really pretty miserable. But what I was able to do is I was able to tell myself, okay, yes, I had a bad hole, but hole number two is a new opportunity to shine. Now, I didn't do perfectly on that hole, but I shot a lot better because I didn't let what happened on the last hole define what's going to happen for me on this hole. How often do we do this with diabetes? We say to ourselves, my day is completely shot because I had a low blood sugar. Or, you know, diabetes will never go my way. Yesterday was awful. Today is challenging. So tomorrow is going to be the same thing. If we have that mindset, it makes it really hard for things to get better. You don't give yourself the opportunity for them to get better. But what would happen if you looked at diabetes like I look at golf? Every day or even every hour is a new opportunity for things to improve, for things to get better. It's an opportunity for a fresh start. If you look at it that way, then today is irrelevant for what tomorrow holds. Today may have been challenging, but tomorrow can be better. Tomorrow is a fresh start. I want to challenge you today to take this mindset with diabetes, especially when the holidays where eating and carb counting and keeping your blood sugars in range can be more challenging. Yes, today may have been challenging, and that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that if that's the case. But just because today was challenging doesn't mean tomorrow has to be. And going into tomorrow with the hope and expectation that it can be better is going to help you both with your diabetes management as well as with your mental outlook on diabetes. We want you to feel confident that you can manage diabetes, that you can handle the stress of diabetes, and that you can reset and not let the past predict the future. But in order to do this, it takes a mindset shift. It takes looking at diabetes like golf and saying, okay, yes, hole one was challenging. I didn't do great here. But hole two can be much better and might be much better. It may not be, but the possibility is there. And when the possibility is there, the world opens up and anything is possible. Before I sign off today, I want to give you a quick recap of what we talked about and how if you look at diabetes like I look at golf, things can get a whole lot easier for you. Step number one, play strategically. Golf is a game of strategy and so is diabetes. You have to look ahead at what's going to happen and then react accordingly. And sometimes the best reaction is the more conservative approach. Not trying to go out and be too aggressive, but taking things step by step. And the longer way can end up being the shorter way and the less frustrating way. 
Second of all, remember, perfection is not possible. Unless you're a professional golfer and spend every day of your life practicing golf, you're going to have challenges sometimes. It's not always going to be perfect. And even the professionals slip up sometimes. But for those of us who have other priorities in life and play golf on the side, perfection with golf is not possible. You have to be patient with yourself and recognize that a good round of golf does not mean perfection. It means improvement every single day. The same thing is true for diabetes. With diabetes, my hope for you is the focus of your life is not diabetes. My hope is the focus of your life is on your friends and family and work and hobbies. And if that's the case, then perfection is not going to be possible. And that's okay. I want to make sure you have the skills to do the best you can on a daily basis. But that does not mean perfection. It means the best you can. And sometimes the best you can means being flexible and recognizing your blood sugars may not always stay flat. And that's okay. But giving yourself permission for that to be okay is the first step to taking that load off and making life with diabetes less stressful. Next, flexibility is the key. Golf is a game of problem solving. And managing diabetes is an exercise in problem solving on a daily basis. And to be a good problem solver, you have to be flexible. You have to recognize that things aren't always going to be the same. And you have to be adaptable and be able to make decisions um, on the fly and make changes to your plans on the fly. That's so important because if you have a set expectation about how things are going to go and they don't go that way, and with diabetes, they may not always go that way, you're going to be even more stressed out. And so allowing yourself to be flexible with diabetes management is extremely important. And then finally, remember, the past does not have to predict the future. Just because you had challenges in the past doesn't mean tomorrow can't be better. It doesn't mean that things can't get on track in the future. So look at every day or even every hour as a fresh start. You have the opportunity to do well, make good choices, and deal with the stress of diabetes differently every single day. So look at it as a fresh start, just like I look at every hole on the golf course as a fresh start. No matter what happened on the last hole, the next one is a new one, and I can do better, I can improve, and I can become more flexible in my golf game and in my life with diabetes. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Do me a favor. If you enjoyed this podcast and you find it valuable, please send it to a friend. Text them, email them, let them know about it. Because I want to make sure this podcast is available to everyone who needs it. And you are my best advocate for that. Also, I love hearing from my listeners. So please feel free to send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. I want to hear from you and I want to hear about what challenges you're having so I can make sure I address them on future episodes of the podcast. And of course, please make sure to join me next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com. And be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.